into the Time Vortex <laughs> podcast. This time we're talking about Terror of the Archons, John Pertley, 1971. Yes. Uh, I am Ken. I'm Joe. Julia. Scott. And uh, this episode, what do we think of it? <laughs> it's great. I love this episode. It's, it's great. I love it. I, love, I think it's one of my favorites. But... It has a lot of things in it that. Well, it's 1971. It's 45 years old, so. Uh, still. I remember laughing at it when it was 1980. <laughs> I remember laughing I at it when I first saw it in the 80s. Well, my, my political conscience now doesn't approve of the circus environment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even though it was fake circus? Oh, yeah. They had like one elephant, <laughs> couple couple of tigresses. But I loved. Um, when the master first appears and the and the truck materializes and he gets out and he's walking around looking at it just to see, you know, how his TARDIS transformed the the chameleon circuit worked and it's like, Yep, okay, it looks like all the other ones. I think the best scene is the Time Lord floating in oh. <laughs> and it's like, You pop is no good, what are you doing? He's probably has like so many good put downs. He just like you pompous. You're standing up. We time lords tend to be inconspicuous, unlike others. <laughs> <laughs> he just has so many good, you know, one-liners where he just like shoots you down. Boom. Yeah. One one line that always gets stuck in my head is <clears throat> the very beginning when the master appears and and the uh, I don't I can't remember the name of the character. The one that runs the circus oh, yeah. comes up and he's got a cigar in his mouth and he's like, "Who the heck are you?" <laughs> <laughs> and it was so great how he's like, the master's like, "I need your help," and he's like, "Oh really?" And then he just grab he grabs him by the hand and, he, and the guy falls to his knees and just snaps his fingers and just like that he's like under his control, helping him rob the 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 nesting egg out of the out of the, the exhibit, the science exhibit or something. Oh, yeah. I guess, like, yeah, another part of the, the Time Lord there, after he warns the doctor about the master's coming, oh, by the way, there's a bomb in there. <laughs> he pops away and says, you're on your own, buddy. <laughs> well, yeah, it was weird because he goes, you look through the door, but there's a window there, and you can see the wire. Why couldn't you just look through the window or break the window and get in that way? Oh, instead of having to, you know, dashingly, like, jump in and catch the ball. Yeah, well, you know, well, well, that's perfect. He probably, he probably said, no, I want, to, I want to do it this way. Yeah, I want to do it that riskier way. It yeah. could blow up the whole, uh, the whole earth. <laughs> I loved, one of my favorite parts was, uh, I think the character's name was Go Gooch. Gooch. <laughs> he, looked, he looked a lot like um, the one in The Enemy of the World, uh, the, the, the guy, what was his name? Fedorin. <laughs> um, and I loved how he's like, he's complaining about, oh, my wife made maybe a lunch of hard boiled eggs again. And it's like, you know what, dude? Your wife was kind enough to make you, you your lunch and you're complaining? Well, you're going to be shrunk down and in that lunchbox next to those eggs in a few minutes. Yeah. So you need to stop your belly aching. <laughs> he's like, he took one bite out of one egg and then. Right from behind, the master's like, yeah. <laughs> tissue compression eliminator. And I'll just set this bomb here. <laughs> yeah. 
That was great, great stuff. I it love is. the lunchbox and the thermos and <laughs> open it up. You open it like, up. I want a little action figure of that gooch. <laughs> so you can put them in your lunchbox. Put them in my lunchbox. <laughs> well, it's hard work. Like you've never seen it. That'd be shrink someone before, and it's kind of the scare aspect. Oh, this guy's got a shrinking gun. Plus, the, the weapon looked a lot better than the 80s version that looked like something I'm not going to mention. Well, Martha and Ronnie, she's like, yeah. I'm going to use, she parent goes, I'm going to use this. And it's like, oh, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> How did Ainley in, in, uh... Anyways, we'll, well that's about, the next podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next Mark of the Room podcast. Speaking of Ainley, love the guy, but, um, Roger Delgado is like my favorite Yeah, master. they've never done the master... It's just so as cool. well as the, the first time they've always gotten crazier so smooth he's just like snaps you know, his fingers. I don't care about any of this I want to hear what this person has to say about it <laughs> first time we see the master it's the first Joe Grant episode it's the first time you've seen the John Pertwee episode right what do you think about all that um it, it wasn't bad okay um I didn't hate it mm -hmm. um you know it was the special effects were awful, but, you know, <laughs> also that's... 45 years old. I know, I know. Oh, I I'm love trying that. to, like, think about what it would have been like to see this when it aired originally. I'm sure people were laughing at it when it aired. It, there was a lot nobody of... has inflatable chairs nowadays. I really <laughs> think it was probably, like, <laughs> really big. What do you mean, <laughs> They had a lot of trouble for that. Because no, no, like, see, it's, it's clammy, you know, it needs to be... It's like it's a black pudding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 this, is, this won't do. <laughs> <laughs> thing eats them, bro. And Scott went on online right after watching this episode. Where can I find a, sh a, 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 a chair just like well, that? Well, I wanted to find the, the creature doll that. You oh, know. Yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, why did he struggle with the chair? Couldn't he just like jump out of the chair? He had to pull it over onto himself, otherwise it would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure it made many a child in Britain wet their pants that night, but um, probably. Because a lot of people back then probably had black and white. TVs. And the music, I thought the music was great. The master theme. Oh yeah. And every time something bad happened, it's like. Doo -doo -doo -doo. <laughs> I thought the music was awful. I thought it was. Oh, I love it. I have the CD. No, the master theme, the original master theme is is the best because <laughs> that, that whole season, Fair <laughs> Down, down is the master season. And the next episode, you know, you know, you see the scene of the doctor, and then all of a sudden, the master appears, and it's like. I'm like, oh, there he is again. His well, disguises don't get any better because he's the what, Colonel Masters or whatever. And then, yeah, like this, yeah. then he, they, he doesn't get really much better at the telephone repairman mask. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, why did he have to wear a mask? Couldn't he just like put on like a fake beard? Or because well, they didn't know who he was then. Yeah. It was, but uh, like, he calls up the doctor and says, I just want to call and say goodbye. And all of a sudden, the telephone oh, oh, cord's passing. That was bad. That like, was a bad effect. And his mouth be like, it's like, obviously, they wrapped it around him first and then put it in reverse. Mm -hmm. But the, the daffodil thing was kind of scary when it shot out into Joe's mouth and she couldn't get it off. That's, that was pretty cool. That, it was scary. And I think the Autons are really cool looking, but when they wore those carnival things, <laughs> they are so stupid. And when I was a kid, I was flipping through my Doctor Who books, and I mean, that looks like Abdow's big boy. <laughs> it did. But uh, for, for people that aren't familiar, um, big boy is a national chain, but uh, in, in, in our region, it was called Abdow's. But, yeah. you know. Rebel when the, the Autons were disguised as the cops. 
Dallas yeah. have caused some controversy. Can I see your Warren card, please? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite scenes in Doctor Who ever would have been that scene where they basically get out of the car and then, um, you know, this, the, the whole stunt was only supposed to be a short little fall, but he ends up falling down that hill. And it goes on for like 10 minutes. He's just tumbling and tumbling and tumbling and tumbling. And the music is like... And it, it was one of the stuntmen, like Terry Walsh yeah. or someone like that. But like... Stuart Phelps. He just... Stuart It could have been. Stuart, he no. fell. <laughs> That's where I got me name. I bet you no one's ever done that joke before. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure someone has oh, okay. on the internets. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, and he didn't even, you know, you break right an ankle up. or... Yeah, you know, and, and that shows you how powerful these aliens are because they don't die with guns and they just get right back up again. And didn't didn't they get one of them get hit by a yes. oncoming car? Yes. Well, that's is that the one that, that tumbled yeah, down? That's the one that tumbled down. Got hit by, um, yeah, the Brigadier. Yeah, 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 right into him with a car. Okay, well, let's talk about the doll. Just <laughs> 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 a Got to get that out of the way. Oh, Already yeah, pulled the looking thing. No, no, no. The public would not. No, I have to imagine. No. I have to imagine the, the, sort of the original plan was to make a regular doll come yeah. to life and, and do that, and they said that would have been so terrifying to every little kid, yeah. little all the girls and every yeah that they had to make it so unrealistic that it's like no one's going to have a doll like that. They they could have done yeah. a teddy bear. Forget it. That would have made everyone mad. And they could have done like a little cutesy doll, forget it, everyone would be mad. So they made this thing that no one would ever have. They had to have done that on purpose, which is too bad because it would have been great if it was. I would buy one. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would have bought one, yeah. Um, it didn't it have like like mutton chops? <laughs> yes. Same. Same. And, like, and like elephant, elephant teeth. Like, I mean, no, it was just like the, yeah, no finger, no, uh, no, no fingers, no, no toes. toes. It was activated by heat. And it's so it was so funny when it's trying to get up, it's struggling to get up. <laughs> the actor who played that, where he just like it could have been Deep Roy, the guy who played Mister Sin, Maybe. for all I know. But my favorite part is like when um, I wonder if it's after after he you know kills the owner of the factory. I can't remember his name. Very convincingly yeah. jumps up and <laughs> he's holding it to his throat. But when when the wife comes back into the uh, living room, you see you see it. Scampering away behind the curtain. The, the effects are horrible, and, and one of the worst scenes is when she reacts to it. And ah! There's a lot of that in this episode where they must have missed doing a shot, yeah. so they had to do this, the CSO. So you yeah. see her, she's not in the kitchen, but she turns and it's really a bad background. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of that in this episode. Even even when the uh, master is making the, the autons are waking up, they're not in a real factory. Oh right, you can yeah, see you can see know, the, the old school. Oh yeah, the old computer. school green screen <laughs> and stuff. They do a, they did a lot in this episode, which mm. every time they do that, it kind of sometimes they have to. Yeah. But when you when you see a woman in a kitchen turning around, and it's that it's too bad because you don't you want to make it more. Well, that would fall on the director, wouldn't it? Something happened. Barry Lynch was the one who directed this. Yeah, something happened where they didn't have those shots, so they had to do them later on in the studio. Well, it was really great when Unit arrives at the house and there's <laughs> some sort of horrible doll. <laughs> and 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 the, I I don't know if it was the doctor or someone was like, he's standing by the window, like he was trying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Not just hiding, it was trying to get out. Bring it back. And the Bunsen burner activates, and the Brigadier riddles it with bullets. Oh, Zayt? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mr. Yates, what were you doing with my Bunsen burner? Are you making cocoa? 
Yes. <laughs> looks like a, like a puppy that's been punished. Because um, he was trying to, he was flirting with Joe, so I'll make you some cocoa. <laughs> so, um, that was Joe Grant's first episode, and um, yeah, I, I like Joe quite a bit. I do too. Um, but she studied science at A level. Yeah. Even still, <laughs> kind of a realistic character. Well, she gets um, better after. That. Yeah, she, I guess she she is more to do. With, you know, where the doctor says go away and all that. But she, no, she gets better. Yeah, she grew on me, and like I didn't like her at first because I miss Liz Shaw, and I didn't like the way they just didn't renew her contract because you know she they wrote her character as being too smart. smart. Yeah, so they take her away and put Joe in and made her you know ditzy. Yeah, yeah. But in you know she can hold her own in later episodes and yeah she she does, she does get better yeah she resists like the master's hypnosis and things right. like that. So what do you think of Joe? I didn't think she had much presence. I mean she was sidelined for most of it, yeah. and I didn't really get a feel for her at all because I you know the doctor was always telling her no stay here not no, this stay time here, Joe stay here stay here <laughs> it's I'm too like, dangerous. What's the point of having a companion if and was is this when he's stuck on Earth? Why is yes, yes he's uh, exiled from. The, the, his trial from the war games, he's the Time Lords exile him to Earth because oh, okay. they weren't going to like imprison him. They says you can still do some good, and we notice that Earth always gets in trouble, so that's where we're going to stick you. He, he actually starts getting away from Earth. Is this the next episode or uh, no, space. Couple the more. third episode this season. Okay, so I mean, he starts to get away. They start yeah. late. The Time Lords say we need you to go do that. Or... We, we got a job for you, so they yeah. They sent him there. Okay. I kept wondering why they were just there and not going anywhere. So, that was um, a budgetary decision. Like, oh, we'll set all the stories on Earth so we don't have to build the spaceship sets and all that. But eventually the it, fans are like, we're sick of the Earth. You know, just go somewhere we want. That's hard. But, but it worked in the sense that it <laughs> saved the show because it yeah. almost got canceled yeah. at the end of Troutland. Yeah. So they decided to freshen up and do something different. Mm -hmm. It's funny that um, the doctor's like, oh, good, the doctor's stuck on Earth. So now uh, the hundreds of humans that get killed over the next season or two, that's the doctor's fault for taking the thing. Because otherwise the master would take off and maybe we wouldn't see him again for another hundred years or whatever. But now he's stuck killing human after human after human after human over the next... <laughs> yep, everywhere so. he goes. And um, can we blame the Time Lords for this? I mean, Well, we can blame the Doctor for taking the... Because otherwise he might have taken off and not yeah, come back. Yeah, he takes his materialization circuit. So he can't leave. Well, so he's just, I thought it was something that just kept him to one time and planet. Yeah, it was his yeah, it was a, yeah he, they, they erased his knowledge of the dematerialization. No, I'm talking about the code. doctor taking the master's dematerialization service. So now the master's stuck on Earth killing people. Oh, right. Well, yeah, the, the, the master would have left and, you know, terrorized yeah. some lizard people. Yeah, so <laughs> the doctor is responsible for that, partially. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of the master? Because you've seen the other masters for the new show. Um, <laughs> I thought he was suitably creepy, mm -hmm. you know. Didn't seem as mad as I think the only other one I have to compare him to is John Sim. Well, you have Missy. Missy. Was like oh, and Missy's crazy batshit. <laughs> I love Missy. Um, John Sim was bonkers. Bonkers, yeah. and he just seems more controlled Stable. in his evil. Yeah, I guess that's before he 
lost it. But was he still hearing the drums all that time in the terrible autons? That wasn't mentioned, I don't think. But, I mean, you know, the first time we saw the Master would have been either Roger Delgado or... Anthony Ainley. Anthony Ainley or... Um, the deformed the, the, the one. two deformed ones yeah. um, in the Tom Baker era, which would have been the yeah. first Master. But... But Roger Degas really was kind of like that was the master, and then when you when you compare that to John Sim, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't you just picture Degas to be like the Das Eckes guy, you know, the, the little... <laughs> sitting yeah. in a bar, sitting in a bar, says, with a cigar. He goes, I can <laughs> usually kill a doctor, but when I do, I drink. He's got the cigar, but with the girls next to him. <laughs> um, and Anthony Enley had problems too. I mean, you know, we'll talk about something later on. But uh, he 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 was really bad at times. I thought, but um, I never oh, had a problem yeah. with Delgado. I don't think ever I, hamming it up too much. Yeah, or, no, he didn't. He didn't really. And he got and he had good chemistry with John Pertwee too. It was like the perfect fit. Yeah, and, that, that and was he was so polite to Miss Grant. <laughs> I'm Instead gonna kill of you, really do it politely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was a gentleman masochist. <laughs> I, I will say this about his doctor, and this wasn't necessarily the actor's fault. It was just the the chemistry was so good. They had they created this family where it was every episode was Mike Yates, Sergeant Benton, um, Brigadier. Brigadier, Doctor Joe Grant, and the Master Bessie, Bessie, whatever. <laughs> and it was how that episode ended, where it was kind of like, oh, by the way. You made a mistake, Master, and Master go, oh, and they work together. That happens a lot. Yeah, where, like the Sea Devils, I think. Yeah, also. where it's like, you know, the doctor says, you do realize that if this happens and this happens, and the Master goes, oops, and then they <laughs> yeah. are working together at the end. And it happens too often, and yeah. of course, that became too familiar and too comfortable, I think. And, well, I mean, um, they started to mess around with it a little bit, and then when Roger Legato passed away, the whole thing fell apart. Everyone yeah. kind of said, I'm not, I'm not going to do this show anymore. Yeah, Pertley left, and, and Joe, uh, King Manning left. Yeah, I mean, I after Frontier in Space, I at the end, I had no idea what happened, and I was like, how come you never yeah. see him again? Because we didn't have the internets back then. Yeah, well, we had a stock in an automobile accident in yeah, Turkey. Turkey. Yeah, Turkey, yeah. That stuff would have been mentioned in magazines or books or yeah. something. Because we, when we were watching it, it would have already happened. And yeah. We were watching it from years later. but. And I also, like, I've seen footage of other roles he's done, and, like, prior to Doctor Who, and I just thought he was great. Yeah, he did a hammer horror film that was really bad, but I'm like, there's the master. <laughs> but the master's in there. He's going to kill everybody. <laughs> I do that every time I watch a hair movie or something. Like, that guy's in Doctor Who. If I'm watching a film with somebody, I'm like, I, I think I was watching, I hate to admit this, I was watching Downton Abbey with my mom. And I'm like, Penelope Wilton. She was the Prime Minister of Britain in uh, Doctor Who. Prime Minister. We know who you are. <laughs> and my mother was like, okay. And and then the preacher was in uh, Black Orchid. <laughs> my mom was just like... Was it the main character, the guy who played the pirate? In that oh, movie? yes. Yeah. Well, we're getting off topic. What, do, what did sorry, you think of uh, John Partway as the Doctor? You know, just one episode. He was a little crabby. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little crabby. I thought he looked pretty dandyish, like as I liked his coat. The the last season yeah. where he started perming his hair and it was all 
like shock white. It was just <laughs> like, like he stuck his really near an electric socket. Yeah, it was really on. odd. But at this point, his hair was still sort of grayish and you know not so poofy. And you see him as a super cool dude, like a like the Dostoevsky's guy too. He's a very smooth yeah. guy, despite the lisp. No, I'm not making fun. It's it's endearing, you know. I think. But he always had some great put downs. Yeah. And the brigadier or Joe or the master. Yeah. He's very he is very condescending. Yeah. You know, he always has this relationship with the brigadier where it's kind of they're friends, but then he, he really starts to pick at him and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's a lot like Eccleston in, in a degree where Eccleston, kept, you know, you stupid apes yeah. or whatever. And that's kind of what, yeah. you know, the other doctors didn't do that nearly as much, I don't think. I think I think it's good to have, like, in between regenerations to have complete contrast, like Hartnell was grumpy yeah. and yeah. Troughton was, like, goofy Fun. and funny and yeah. clever. And then... But, you know, sort of like kind of insecure, or not really insecure, but pretending to be insecure. Well, Pertwee's doctor mellowed out towards and then, the end. But Pertwee was really pompous for a while, you know, insulting everybody. And, <laughs> he was, uh, he was always a gentleman with, with his companions, though, you know. Yeah, he, he was he was pretty good. He's always the man of action. He always had these good speeches, too. Yeah. Some of my favorite doctors. Yeah. So, um... And plus he did karate. Or did uh, Venetian. Venetian. Aikido or... Yeah. So, one thing that... Um, when you first saw Terror of the it was in black and white. Mm-hmm. When you first saw it, it was in black and white. Yeah, it was in black and white. When mm-hmm. I first saw it, it, was in black and white. What happened was, when this episode no longer exists in color. I don't know what yeah. the first episode does... Or it was all white. One episode, I think, because that's what they used to. The first one looked really good when I was watching the DVD. Because they colorized the, the rest. Yeah. You know? So what they did was they there was a the show had aired in America, and they had someone had video recorded off of TV, and they had color there, but it was really poor. So they used technology to put it together again. So what you saw was sort of colorized, sort of recreated and stuff like that. And they've done that with some of the Pertwee episodes because some of them had been lost. Only black and white copies existed. But when we first saw it in black and white, um, and it was the Damons and some other ones, mm-hmm. I really thought they were better in black and white. I, I, I did too because, yeah, you know, watching yeah. watching all the Hartnell and Trouton episodes, it just kind of blends, you know, blends it together a bit because uh, it was funny. My PBS station, the first one they showed was Inferno because, because it was the only one in color. Yes. And they only did the color ones. And I, I was like, what's going on? Who is this? Well, Scared Out in Space would have been in color. Yeah, and for some reason they, they didn't show that them. first. They showed Inferno, but Channel 24 in Connecticut showed all of them. <laughs> yeah, and it was great to see them, even in black and white. And, like, even when I watched the colorized versions in my mind, I'm still seeing it in black and white because I'm so used to it. It's know? funny when you mentioned Inferno because Inferno was in black and white up until just about the time that it aired. I think the first time it aired in color since the original was in America because when I was just getting into the show, somebody had a black and white copy of Inferno. That's the only copy that existed. And mm-hmm. then maybe six months later or whatever, yeah. it came out in America and it was in color. And I was surprised when I saw it. I was like, wait a minute, I thought this episode was one yeah. of the black and whites. But they, I think they had just found it like within that. Was there yeah. even an Ian Levine find? Or? Might have been. Um, but as on the topic about like colorizing um, black and white episodes, um, like initially like their only option was to take an existing VHS and try to match that. They would bleed it, right? Or something like that. Something but then they thought. discovered, like, years later, they discovered, um, when they originally transferred the color into black and white for overseas sales, 
there's trace elements of Chrom color, chromodots, yes. in the black and white film. Yeah. And they're able to get those out and get the, the, the actual real colors. And I, that just blows my mind. Did I mean, they do that with this one? I don't, yeah, I don't I think so. I don't think so. They did that with this one, I think, the Damien's... I demons, think they did it with Invasion Plan of the Dinosaurs. Plan of the Daleks. Yeah. Invasion of the Dinosaurs, they colored. That was bad, uh, the coloring. At least for the episode, it was black and white. Yeah. My copy of the Demons uh, VHS looked terrible. Yeah. Like, in color. What do you think of the Autons? I, th I, I thought they were kind of creepy. I thought that the whole idea... I liked the way that storyline was in the first reboot episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The nesting consciousness. And they didn't change that much in appearance-wise as far as, like, updating, like, the, like what they've done with the Silurian race and things yeah. like that. Except the nesting looked like aluminum foil flickering in the air. I know, well, I guess that's better than, like, uh, an octopus with tentacles, you know. Well, that was better, around. though, but when it was... There's an episode, Spirit from Space is the first John Perry episode. That's the Autons are in it, and that's when they actually have store the store dummies coming to life. So it looks like store dummies. They look more like what you see you know, like in Rose. Rose. And this one, they're more yeah. just plastic silver, and then they put the big heads on them and stuff. But yeah. Even the way the daisies. It's still creepy, though. Yeah. Yeah, they were sufficiently. Except they talked about the Daleks. Which, uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. I know. Well, I, I, that the, the, at least the tentacle looked better than the shimmering. Well, that was the oil thing. Oh, like in the end the of this episode when, <clears throat> when yeah, the master so, is like, "Doctor, I need your help. I really screwed up this time. <laughs> help me fix this." But so. the um, so but it's funny because I think black and white sometimes had hide some of the bad effects. Mm -hmm. It definitely hit the, the bad effect of the nesting coming in. Well, there's that, plus the, the all the CSO looks better in black and white for some reason, yeah. I think. I mean, you can still notice it. Even the Damons, it's like when you watch it in color, it's like, oh, that's the worst thing I remember. Yeah. Um, but, and then sometimes it adds a little, like a Damon's adds a lot of atmosphere when it's the opening scene where it's in black and white and you have the thunder and, yeah. the and stuff like it that. It reminds me of like a Hammer film yeah. or when something. when you watch it in color, it's kind of like, oh, good, it's, doesn't look. It almost looks like oh, we're on a set or whatever. Yeah. And this, this, I think, <clears throat> wasn't as bad. But Ambassador's Death is another one I think looks better than Black and White. But this was pretty good. I still think it looked okay. But I noticed that when I was watching it because I haven't seen it too many times yeah. in color. This would probably been the, only the second time, maybe. But yeah, know, so. I, I, I'd like to have like an option to do both, and I think that's great that I've got the Black and White one. Now I just got to go out and get the color one. But you can probably turn the your color down on your TV to make it look like yeah, yeah I think you can yeah I could yeah and if you want you can take your cable it. and maybe pull it out a little bit maybe you can make it look all staticky like it did back in the 1970s or I could take some colored cellophane and yeah. stick it to my TV yeah and then and and then take your uh, I think some movies you can make the audio just mono or something so, you can <laughs> so, like, just the way it was originally broadcast. So have a little TV fact, right here. This really doesn't have much to do with what we're talking about here, but I just had this story because I bought, like, an old 60s black and white 13-inch TV at, like, a flea market, and, you know, I had screw posts in the back, but I managed to get, like, an RCA adapter, got my DVD player, and I was playing classic, you know, 60s Doctor Who on this tiny little TV, and it looked, like, perfect, like... The way you would have watched it if you were like a British kid in the sixties. So How much did you pay for that? Thirteen dollars. That's probably thirteen dollars too in much. In a flea market. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, yeah. it it was mono and all that stuff. Yeah. But um, anyway, now I got the giant TV. So. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite scenes in this is when the doctor starts yelling for help. The guy's sitting there help. drinking out help, of the bottle. Uh, help, help. The guy's putting the bottle back on. And, oh, and, <laughs> the, um, the the strong man also played Toberman in mm -hmm. Tomb of the Cybermen. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he had no lines in this either. <laughs> Probably. I thought that was, you know, I thought it was really lame, though, the way um, the doctor's doing Morse code by tapping the, the brake or the brake pedal on the car. Yeah, so the brigadier can see the, like, the light. Instead of just like SOS or we're over here, it's just like send airplanes, warheads, missiles, blah, blah, blah. auto invasion coming. I mean, how do you Morse code that with, you know, we're used to dog foot um, and the guy with the, you know, the binoculars like writing it all down. I missed a couple of episodes of this because I'm not remembering any of that. It was right at the end when they were fight unit was fighting the big headed autons and they were blowing each the other big boys. <laughs> I swear, I, four, I, swear I watched the whole four parts, but maybe I didn't. I saw on, on the internet recently one of those heads has gone up for auction. One of the actual oh, props. How much? Love to have one of those. Scare my kids. I don't have any kids, but they're probably something that was used for real, and they just. I would think. Yeah. It probably was used many times because like, BBC is so cheap, they use things over and over. Yeah. Uh, one of my f favorite scenes, and it happened twice in the episode, and I'm, I'm blanking on the second time, but the first time, it just reminded me of kind of like the, the master sits there and says, why don't you sit in this chair, the, the, the fold, the, the, and the guy's like, you know, he goes, I don't know, no one's going to want to sit in that chair, and he goes, no, no, just, just sit in it, just sit in it, and it's like, no, oh, it feels like, it's clammy, just no. sit in it, you know, he's sitting all mad and everything, and it's like, sit the master down. wants to kill this guy, but instead of just killing him, he wants it to, him to sit down, and it happened later on where he was Sadistic. trying to convince the guy. Oh, the, the owner of oh, the... Maybe take, take the dog. The dog. take it! You know, and, and he ends up just throwing it in, in the back seat. seat. But the thing is, at least when the chair ate the guy, he didn't burp at the end. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can we say about that? Yeah, so if you compare, you know, maybe we'll do Ro an episode of Ro the Rose episode at some point, but... But, um, I just loved her that time. I probably go watch it again tonight. Yeah, it's 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 in my top twenty favorite classic episodes. Mm -hmm. It is. It's got so many. The doctor's just so badass in it. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe top ten even. Yeah. Yeah. More to say, everyone? No. <laughs> okay. So thanks for listening.